tax schemes uncovered. First tonight on our news live at 7, a recently established unit in the Ministry of Finance discovers hundreds of millions of dollars in losses due to tax avoidance. More revelations from the Prime Minister's mid-year budget statement straight ahead. Record shatter. 9.6 million visitors reach our shores in an unprecedented milestone. The tourism chief shares how family island visits helped beat 2019's banner year. Plus, put on notice, vendors at Woods Rogers Wharf have less than one month to relocate. Tourism officials advise of ongoing upgrades and initiatives. Its impact on their future livelihoods straight ahead. Then in our news at 7.30, a teen's brutal daylight shooting leads to renewed calls for tougher penalties for acts of violence against children. Our news live at 7 starts right now. Welcome to our news live at 7. Thanks for joining us tonight. I'm Candino Knowles. Government has uncovered a massive smuggling ring and tax avoidance scheme that's said to be costing the public purse millions of dollars. Bertany McDermott tells us alcohol and tobacco being smuggled in the country has been seized by authorities and is directly linked to the scheme. In a shocking revelation during his mid-year budget statement in the House of Assembly today, Prime Minister Philip Davis told Parliament hundreds of millions of dollars have been lost yearly through alcohol and tobacco smuggling and tax avoidance schemes. Our efforts against alcohol and tobacco smuggling are intensifying. In fact, it is believed that the country loses close to $100 million a year through alcohol and tobacco smuggling. Thus, we are committing significant resources to combat this source of revenue loss. Davis revealing the recent discovery came from data collected by a recently established analytical unit in the Ministry of Finance, which uncovered multiple instances of tax avoidance. But the shocking revelations didn't end there. As Davis said, nearly $500 million in cash and nearly $1 million in alcohol was seized in the past three months alone. The governor seized over 400000 in cash and close to a million dollars in alcohol, part of a large alcohol smuggling operation. Even more distressing, Davis says, is that auditors and investigators are still probing many other tax avoidance schemes with a potential revenue loss of another $100 million. They, they dubbed me, he said I'm the tax collector. Well, we only, the government only wants what the law requires them to pay. And what is due. And we but it wasn't all bad news from the Prime Minister, who said his administration is making considerable progress in proving the tax system. In the case of real property tax, he says government is expecting a higher yield than in the last fiscal period. I can report that billings are now in excess of $340 million, compared to less than $250 million at the beginning of this term. Reporting for Our News, I'm Berthony McDermott. All right, thanks, Berthony. Meanwhile, the opposition, quick to respond to the Prime Minister's revelations in Parliament. Marlena Leonard, she's got that angle coming up in our news at 7.30. And the Prime Minister also revealing government has over $166 million in commitments. 104.5 million of that figure, he says, is to fund state-owned enterprises, which he admits are necessary but unlikely to turn a profit. For example, a regular flight to some of our small islands, regular charter scheduled flights to, to our small islands such as Rumkey mm -hmm. or Ragged Island, is unlikely to attract sufficient mm -hmm. private attention.
And a breakdown in the mid-year budget reveals $50.6 million is to Water and Sewerage Corporation, $27.7 million to the Public Hospitals Authority, just over $6 million to the Broadcasting Corporation, and $5.9 million to Bahamas Air. Despite the grim outlook, the Prime Minister says he doesn't believe the state-owned enterprises should be shut down or privatized. He said the plan is to make them as efficient and effective, sustainable and profitable where practical. We have provided comprehensive expenditure guidelines to state-owned enterprises in order to promote financial accountability and to align their business practices with the national fiscal objectives. In addition, we have provided formal training for board members of SOEs, and we are seeking to roll out a comprehensive program to improve financial accountability. More than 9 million visitors flocked to our shores in 2023, marking a record-shattering year. Minister of Tourism, Aviation and Investments Chester Cooper says the number surpassing the 2019 arrivals by more than 2 million. Cooper says it marks an unprecedented milestone in the nation's tourism industry. I can report that uh, we clocked 9.6 million arrivals for the year 2023. Uh, this, as you well know, far exceeds our target, our forecast. Uh, it far exceeds the record uh, 7 million that we did in 2019. And Cooper attributing the spike to the family islands where the ministry is seeing significant growth. We're seeing some of the fastest growth uh, in the family islands. Bimini is the fastest growing island, followed by Grand Bahama. We're getting the fastest uh, arrivals by air in the island of Grand Bahama. So we're seeing very exciting trends all across the islands of the Bahamas. And still talking tourism, 13 vendors on the busy and picturesque Woods Rogers Wharf in downtown Nassau. They've got less than one month to relocate. A notice dated February 15th was issued to the vendors by the Ministry of Tourism advising that ongoing upgrades and developmental initiatives necessitate the changes. Megan Shepard, she picks up the story from here. Hang Lang Diana Hart is the vice president of the Woods Rogers Vendors Association. She's been in the tourism industry since childhood and now provides jobs for other Bahamians at her tropical dikery business. Hart was one of the vendors that was temporarily relocated from Rawson Square before the opening of the new cruise port. Now in the same position once again, Hart says the uncertainty is disheartening. Hey, I got the letter. I had some sleep this night. The truth be told. The only thing we want is a smooth transition. That's it. Now the vendors admit that upon relocation here to the wharf, they were aware that it would only be a temporary solution. They say they are not ready to be relocated, but if it must be done, they expect better communication. We don't know anything. We've been promised a lot. When it comes to what they call the lack of communication, well, president of the Vendors Association, James Sayers, says... He has been in contact with Senator Randy Roll since last year as it relates to the upcoming changes. When asked if he then communicated the information to the vendors, Sayers said this. That's another issue that we would need to, to address at association level, um, communication with members and me. You know, them coming to me for information. Sayers adds that it has been determined that only six vendors will be relocated to market close. However, seven vendors will have to seek an alternative location. It would be 
totally unsuitable um, to relocate vendors selling souvenirs, the same type of souvenirs that are sold in the straw market, right outside the door on the, on the sidewalk of the straw market. Um, and so I think it, it, was, it was determined that only certain vendors um, would be tolerated in that area. The vendors also confirmed that Senator Rule has reached out regarding the letter and a meeting has been scheduled for Thursday at 3 p.m. Reporting for our news, I'm Megan Shepherd. All right, thanks for that, Megan. And the ministry issuing a statement this afternoon responding to vendors' concerns, noting that the ministry is actively engaged in the revitalization plan for downtown Nassau, which includes Woods Rogers Wharf. The statement says the relocation was never intended to be permanent, adding that advance notice was given to the vendors and they've been provided with alternative locations for their operations. For specific vendor types, the ministry says suitable locations are being considered and ongoing efforts are being made to find other alternative options. All right, we've got much more to get to tonight. But for now, it's time for your first look at temperatures. Meteorologist Greg Thompson is in the Weather Center. Greg? Yeah, thanks, Kenny. You know, happy Wednesday evening, everybody. Another beautiful day around the islands. Temperatures managed to get up into the mid to upper 70s. Still comfortable, but we still have a bit of a breeze out there. 69 degrees outside our studios right now with a few clouds. Your winds out of the north, northwest at 18 miles per hour, and they are gusting at times. Feels like temperature, a comfortable 68 degrees. Temperatures around the islands right now at 67 in Freeport, 68 in Marsh Harbor, Abaco, and in Alistown, Bimini. Great Harbor Key and in Governor's Harbor, 70s there. 69 in Nicholstown, Andros, here in the capital, also 69. 70 in Kemp's Bay, Andros. Arthurstown, Cat Island, 71, 69 Coburn Towns in Salvador, a pair of 72s, Georgetown in Deadman's Key, and into the southeast Bahamas, 73s, most locations. That's Duncan Town, Ragged Island, Colonel Hill Cricket Island, Delectable Bay in Acklands, and in Abrams Bay, Maguana. Matthew Town in Agua, 75, and our good neighbors to the southeast, Turks and Caicos Islands, you guys are 74 at this hour. Satellite radar composite showing nothing really happening across us. We do have a low pressure system that this frontal boundary that exited the area later this morning um, that is actually pushing towards Hispaniola but that low is bringing us some residual moisture across our area we're seeing some spotty showers across the uh, most of the uh, northwestern portions of the central Bahamas but the low will continue to move out as high pressure at the surface continues to dominate our weather that's going to keep us a little bit uh, on the breezy side through tomorrow but temperature is expected to raise a little bit into the upper 70s and 80 by the weekend before we see another front that's your first look at weather stick with us to look at your extended forecast is still to come Thanks, Greg. And still to come on our news, a public-private partnership brings over 40 healthcare professionals to Grand Bahama. We'll tell you the additional services you can expect at local clinics. But first, a hero's welcome for fallen breast cancer advocate and survivor Andrea Sweeting. We'll show you the somber moment her body arrived back in country when our news returns. Since they're on sale, Max bought things neither he nor his friend really needed. Hungry for deals? Come to KFC to satisfy your hunger before doing something crazy. Our new six-piece value deal is packed with six pieces of your favorite fried chicken, three orders of crispy fries, and three buttery biscuits, all for just $20. You work hard for your money. Get the biggest bang for your taste buds. Satisfy your taste buds with KFC. It's finger-licking good. Are you or a loved one under medical care? Do you need affordable medical supplies? Ports International is the largest home health care supplier. Medical supplies at the very best price. And you can even shop online. 
From hospital beds to wound care, wheelchairs to walkers, Ports is a one-stop shop for your medical supplies, and we accept insurance. We have online shopping and two locations to serve you at the Airport Industrial Park and Shirley Street. We also ship to the Family Islands. Shop online and visit us on Facebook. Call Ports at 377-1771. Now to a story we've been covering since last week, and that is the life of Andrea Sweeting, a giant in the breast cancer community. She passed away on February 10th. Today, her body flown to the capital from the United States. Joshua Williams was invited exclusively by the family to witness the moment. The body of Andrea Sweeting now back in the capital as her remains were flown in today from Miami, Florida to be officially handed over to the family. An emotional moment between close relatives of the late Andrea Sweeting today as a flight touched down at the Lyndon Pendant International Airport. For the first time, her family coming face to face with the remains. Speaking on behalf of the family, her granddaughter Courtney describing the emotion of the moment. Um, I think our family has uh, been grieving and mourning um, and celebrating her life this whole week. It was a big undertaking of our whole family, my uncles, my mom, our entire group to get her home and uh, we, we wanted to get her back in her place, back in Nassau, back where her family and everyone who loves her most is here. So it feels um, bittersweet, but we are happy to have our girl back home. Sweeting, most known during her time as president of Sister Sister Breast Cancer Awareness Group, works extensively throughout the community. The family sharing that the support since her passing has been overwhelming. We all could have imagined and we've all heard how many lives she's touched, uh, but to see it unfold and to see it in real time, um, I don't think any of us could have 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 conceptualized how many people and how many different people she touched. Courtney also sharing that the males have held the family together this time. They've uplifted all of us. They've continued to do so much work here. Um, it makes me think of my grandfather, their father, Frank Cinderella Sweeting, as we all love him. It makes me think of Grammy. Um, to have all of us here, we are, we're a true family group and unit and um, we wouldn't have it any other way not to not be here. She would meet us everywhere, meet us at the airport everywhere. Um, so it's only right for us to be here to meet her in her home place. The family also thanking the government for assistance provided in getting Andrea's remains home. Reporting for Our News, I'm Joshua Williams. All right, thanks for that, Josh. And our hearts certainly go out to the Sweeting family tonight. Meanwhile, an international ministry teaming up with the Ministry of Grand Bahama the Ministry of Health and Wellness and the Public Hospitals Authority to provide dental, ophthalmology and healthcare services at government clinics across the island. The group consists of some 40 medical professionals. Pastor T. Basil Stirrup, the Bahamian who now resides in Connecticut, says if residents visit any clinics this week, some services will be free until Friday. If you need extractions, cleanings, fillings, um, oral cancer screening, you can get it free. If you if you uh, uh, need medical services like a GYN or you need um, basic medical screening, high blood pressure, you name it, sugar, whatever it is, um, you can get it. We also have ophthalmologists here, or at least um, a person who works with ophthalmologists. We brought about 3,000 pairs of glasses um, to fill for persons who may have um, problems with their eyes. They
And Pastor Sturrup also told us about a health fair that will be held on Saturday at the Seventh-day Adventist Church in Freeport. And that would be not only services, but also an educational piece. So we're here for the entire week, and we just hope that we're able to bless somebody. When our news comes back from the break, we turn our spotlight to stories making headlines across the world as two men charged with murder in the Super Bowl parade shooting. Plus, lawyers for WikiLeaks founder Julian Assange claim UK prosecution is state retaliation by the United States. And Trinidad hires foreign experts to help contain a recent oil spill when our news returns. Energy conservation is the decision and practice of using less energy. Energy efficiency means using less energy to perform the same task. Turning off lights when you leave a room. Unplugging appliances not in use. People conserve to gain more control over their energy bill and to reduce demand on the Earth's natural resources. Bahamas Power and Light Company Limited looks forward to helping our customers eliminate wasted energy. Take this journey with us as we build for better. BPL. This is our news. Welcome back. We turn our attention now to stories making headlines across the world. Former U.S. President Donald Trump called Alexei Navalny a very brave man who probably should not have returned to Russia. During a town hall interview with Fox News in South Carolina on Tuesday, Trump said Navalny would have been a lot better off staying away without assigning any blame for the Russian opposition leader's unexpected death. Western leaders, including U.S. President Joe Biden, have blamed Russian President Vladimir Putin for Navalny's death, as has Nikki Haley, who trails far behind Trump as his sole remaining rival for the Republican presidential nomination. The Kremlin has denied involvement in Navalny's death. Navalny is a very sad situation, and he's very brave. He was a very brave guy because he went back. He could have stayed away and, frankly, probably would have been a lot better off staying away and talking from outside of the country as opposed to having to go back in because people thought that could happen, and it did happen, and it's a horrible thing. Two men have been charged with murder for last week's deadly shooting at the Super Bowl victory parade in Kansas City. The men who were both shot and wounded during the incident have been identified as Dominic Miller and Lindell Mays. A woman died and 22 others were injured during the shooting, which police said stemmed from the two men arguing. Prosecutors also charged two teenagers with resisting arrest and gun violations last week. 
The United States is being accused of state retaliation over its bid to prosecute WikiLeaks founder Julian Assange. Assange has been in a UK prison since 2019 and is wanted by American authorities for disclosing secret military files in 2010 and 2011. At a two-day high court hearing, which concluded Wednesday, his legal team argued it would be against UK law to hand him over. If an appeal is turned down, Assange could be extradited within weeks. His wife, Stella, said her husband would not survive in a U.S. jail and described the case as politically motivated. That this part be brought to an end and that um, the court uh, allow Julian to be free. Uh, he's a political prisoner and he needs his freedom. He has been in prison for five years. It, it will be a crime if he is sent to the United States. That would be a crime for which our government in the UK is responsible if they let him go, and the courts. Because he's an Australian, the US has no good reason or legal right, in my view, to have him extradited to the United States, where he will be effectively buried and maybe die. This is absolutely pivotal, and it takes courage. We've had, I think, 120 reporters now killed in Gaza. They're simply there to tell us what is going on. And without journalism, we have no idea without free, free journalism. International experts have been brought in to remove the wreckage of a barge that capsized in waters near Trinidad and Tobago that caused a major oil spill. The Ministry of Energy announced TNT Salvage, a Texas-based company, and QT Environmental of Minnesota will work with local officials to clean up the spill. The spill, prompting a national emergency and forcing the closure of at least two schools last week, officials said divers are expected to find and plug leaks on the overturned barge while crews deploy an underwater oil detection system. Nigerian Afrobeat star DeVito taking on a new philanthropic effort, announcing on Tuesday he will donate 300 million naira to orphanages in that country. That's about $200,000. DeVito, whose real name is David Adelike, has in recent years endeared himself to his fans for these efforts, which began in 2021 when he made his first big donation. He went on to create the David Adelike Foundation the following year. Since then, DeVito and his foundation have donated money to orphanages in Nigeria annually. And reaching number one on the Billboard's Hot Country Charts on Tuesday, Beyonce Knowles Carter became the first black woman to achieve the coveted spot. The superstar singer made her debut on the U.S. chart with her two songs from her upcoming album, Texas Hold'em, at number one and 16 Carriages at number nine. Texas Hold'em also reached number two on the Billboard Hot 100 chart. The 32-time Grammy winner and Texas native has delved into country music before with her country blues song Daddy Lessons from her 2016 album Lemonade. Still to come in our news today in history, find out interesting facts about the day that was February 21st. Then in our news at 7.30, more from the Prime Minister's mid-year budget statement as the nation's leader says revenue and expenditure is up. Plus... The opposition criticizes government's fiscal direction as creating real hardships on the backs of Bahamians. The story, when our news returns. Have you heard that sound? 
It's the sound of us. Since our origins, we burst music. Our sounds mixed together. So let us hear your sound too. Your sound of passion, of joy, of friendship. The sound of your style and the beat of your night. It's time to play together the sound of Guinness, the sounds of greatness. Now to turn on spotlight on events that shaped the day that was February 21st. Take a look. On this day in Bahamian history in 2001, Bahamian group Baja Men won the best dance recording at the 43rd Grammy Awards for their hit, Who Let the Dogs Out? In 2011, construction began on the $3.5 billion Bahama Resort on Cable Beach. By 2013, the resort reached its midway point marked by a topping-off celebration. February 21, 2012, saw Frederick Green, also known as Frederick Neely, escape police custody while receiving medical treatment at Princess Margaret Hospital. Green was facing charges for the 2009 armed robbery of 18 tourists at Earth Village, marking the second such escape from PMH in just over two months. And on this day in 2014, the inaugural festival Rum Bahamas took place in Nassau, featuring a blend of local, regional, and international rum exhibitors. All right, if you want to see that historical recap again, and for all of today's top stories, you can visit ournews.bs. That's going to do it for us in News at 7. Joining us now is Italia Hall with the latest headlines. Italia? Halfway there. Happy hump day. Happy hump day. Almost a Friday. <laughs> Almost I'm looking there. forward to it. Two more days. For sure. Thanks so much, Kenwell. Coming up tonight, the nation's leader says revenue and expenditure is up. Plus, the opposition criticizes government's fiscal direction. Here are your latest headlines. First tonight on our news, live at 7.30, the Prime Minister revealing in Parliament the country has seen a $43.8 million increase in revenue over the last fiscal year. Also, the leader of the opposition says the Prime Minister must take immediate corrective steps following the midterm budget. We have his full comments coming up. Plus, two Abaco MPs offering condolences to the family of the mother and son who lost their lives during a traffic accident in Abaco. And later, thanks, but no thanks. Bahamian music artist Sweet Emily sharing candid comments following her nomination at the upcoming Elevation Awards. Hear why she says it's an insult. We have the full story coming up when our news live at 7.30 returns. Since they're on sale, Max bought things neither he nor his friend really needed. Hungry for deals? Come to KFC to satisfy your hunger before doing something crazy. Our new six-piece value deal is packed with six pieces of your favorite fried chicken, three orders of crispy fries, and three buttery biscuits, all for just $20. You work hard for your money. Get the biggest bang for your taste buds. Satisfy your taste buds with KFC. It's finger-licking good. Are you or a loved one under medical care? Do you need affordable medical supplies? Ports International is the largest home health care supplier. Medical supplies at the very best price. And you can even shop online. From hospital beds to wound care, wheelchairs to walkers, Ports is a one-stop shop for your medical supplies and we accept insurance. We have online shopping and two locations to serve you. 
at the Airport Industrial Park and Shirley Street. We also ship to the Family Islands. Shop online and visit us on Facebook. Call Ports at 377-1771. Welcome to our news. Thank you so much for joining us. I'm Natalia Hall. For the first six months of the fiscal year, the Davis administration is recording a $43.8 million increase in total revenue over the last fiscal period. Prime Minister Philip Davis revealed as much during his mid-year budget statement this morning. For the first six months of the year, preliminary total revenue collections are assessed at $1.3 billion which represented a $43.8 million increase over the same period of the prior year. To date, revenue collections accounted for 39.2% of the annual, annual budget target. Meanwhile, the tax revenue also improved by $72.9 million in the first six months for the fiscal year. As for the deficit, the Prime Minister revealed the deficit exceeded the budget forecast by $127.6 million. But as revenue increased, expenditure also significantly shot up as well. For the first six months of the year, preliminary aggregate, aggregate expenditure was $1.56 billion which represented an increase of $24.7 million over the previous year. To date, total expenditure, expenditure represents 45.2% of the annual budget target. Well, the Free National Movement says the potential for the deficit increasing is real and that Prime Minister Davis must take immediate corrective steps in light of the numbers revealed in his midterm budget statement this morning. Our Marlena Leonard has more in this report. Leader of the opposition Michael Pintard says the Free National Movement is very, very concerned after the Prime Minister's midterm budget statement in the House of Assembly this morning. The Prime Minister outlined today that they, that they exceeded the fiscal year budget uh, target by $258 million, uh, which is $127 million more than the full 12-month projected $131.5 million. Now Pintard urgently calling on Prime Minister Davis to turn it all around. We believe that one of the things the Prime Minister must do is that he must take immediate corrective steps to curb the wasteful and extravagant spending that he has been engaged in over the course of the last six months. Left unchecked, the opposition leader says the potential for the deficit increasing is real. They are already on a track to go well over $300 million in terms of deficit, as we had as predicted. We don't take any pleasure in saying that. What we are saying is that the government, because of its tremendous spending, uh, without the requisite revenue to offset it, that they are creating, we believe, uh, the potential for real hardships on the backs of Bahamians. Because if you are spending far more than you know you're going to earn, you have to figure out where are you going to get that money from. Reporting for Our News, I'm Marlena Leonard. Now to another mid-year budget story. We first reported in on Our News at 7, though over $166 million in government commitments include $104 million for state-owned enterprises, 
Prime Minister Philip Davis in his mid-year budget communication today admitting they are unlikely to turn a profit even though they are what he calls necessary. Here's a breakdown of government payouts, $50.6 million to the Water and Sewage Corporation, $27.7 million to the Public Hospitals Authority, $6.1 million to the Broadcasting Corporation of the Bahamas, and $5.9 million to Bahamas Air Holdings Limited. Despite the grim outlook, shutting down of privatizing or privatizing these state-owned enterprises is not an option. But opposition leader Michael Pintard, in responding, shared his own thoughts on the state broadcaster, ZNS. Most Bahamians would agree that ZNS ought to transition to a PBS uh, kind of, of format, and that we have adequate and competent media houses in the Commonwealth of the Bahamas that can uh, hold governments accountable. In fact, we are on record as saying that we believe there are several state-owned entities that are better off in a public-private partnership governed by a policy that we could touch and feel. Pintard also commenting on Bahamas Air's management and the $5.9 million obligation as Bahamas Air Holdings Limited. There is an opportunity to, again, uh, make that airline far more productive. And we have other entities that provide a similar service that can, in fact, provide service on routes that uh, Bahamas Air need not necessarily be on. And as we will do in the, in the upcoming months, we want to talk about the route that presently uh, goes to Haiti and goes to Cuba. And many of the issues that we are fully aware uh, that's happening on those routes that do not provide the kind of resources and returns to the Bahamian people that we believe we ought to be receiving. All right, well, cool temperatures in the capital on this Wednesday evening, but we may see some warmer weather as we move closer to the weekend. Meteorologist Greg Thompson is in the Weather Center with your first look at weather. Greg. Yeah, thanks, Katalia, and a good Wednesday evening, everybody. Breezy conditions outside our studios right now. Temperature in the upper 60, 69 degrees with few clouds. Winds out of the north, northwest at 18 miles per hour, and your feels like temperature is at 69. Satellite and radar composite showing a low pressure system that that front boundary that affected us over the last couple of days. The front is actually across Hispaniola, but the low is still out there to the northeast of the Bahamas. Some residual moisture wrapping around that low, bringing us some spotty showers and some patchy clouds. But high pressure at the surface is going to continue to dominate our weather through the next couple of days. Breezy conditions expected tonight through tomorrow and a frontal boundary expected by the weekend. That's a quick check on conditions around the island. Stick with us. A look at your extended forecast is still to come. Still to come in our news, a local activist calling for stiffer penalties following the death of a teenager. Also, a woman and her four-year-old son losing their lives in a traffic fatality in Abaco. The two member of parliament are weighing in. And later, hear why Bahamian music legend Sweet Emily is rejecting a recent nomination by the Elevation Awards. We have her story coming up when our news continues. Since they're on sale, Max bought things neither he nor his friend really needed. Hungry for deals? Come to KFC to satisfy your hunger before doing something crazy. Our new six-piece value deal is packed with six pieces of your favorite fried chicken, three orders of crispy fries, and three buttery biscuits, all for just $20. You work hard for your money. Get the biggest bang for your taste buds. Satisfy your taste buds with KFC. It's finger-licking good. Last week, the principal, Mr. Bethel, reached out to us and asked for a total of five laptops after a further investigation that he needed more to complete the computer lab. 
And now we're here today to donate the full 25 laptops. We realize in the business of education, we need partners. And companies like Gerald Investment have proven themselves. They are so excited about this to get the laptops. Energy conservation is the decision and practice of using less energy. Energy efficiency means using less energy to perform the same task. Turning off lights when you leave a room. Unplugging appliances not in use. People conserve to gain more control over their energy bill and to reduce demand on the Earth's natural resources. Bahamas Power and Light Company Limited looks forward to helping our customers eliminate wasted energy. Take this journey with us as we build for better. BPL. Are you or a loved one under medical care? Do you need affordable medical supplies? Ports International is the largest home health care supplier. Medical supplies at the very best price. And you can even shop online. From hospital beds to wound care, wheelchairs to walkers, Ports is a one-stop shop for your medical supplies and we accept insurance. We have online shopping and two locations to serve you at the Airport Industrial Park and Shirley Street. We also ship to the Family Islands. Shop online and visit us on Facebook. Call Ports at 377-1771. There are some things that are undeniably Bahamian. A good count salad, junkanoo, the way we worship, the way we take care of one another, all undeniably Bahamian. And right in the midst of our iconic things, places, and people is Commonwealth Bank. Increasing access, sponsoring dreams, working alongside Bahamians to increase the quality of their lives for more than 60 years. Commonwealth Bank, nothing more than being Bahamian. Commonwealth Bank, leader in personal banking services. Days after a teen was gunned down in broad daylight, a local activist is calling for tougher penalties for those who commit violent acts against children. She made her comments and members of parliament, as members of parliament, headed into the House of Assembly this morning. We have had two children murdered in the Bahamas in two months in this country. Where is the outrage? That's Ternil Tada Barrows, leader of Rise Bahamas, as she was flying to buy other children's rights activists this morning. The goal to press the nation's leaders on passing stronger legislation for crimes against children. She says the Child Protection Act that covers the rights of children is inadequate. We need to implement mandatory minimum, minimum sentences for any violent crime against a child. We have maximum sentences. They're also calling for the establishment of the National Child Protection Council. It's important that it's regulated and made a legal entity so that we can ensure that child protection public awareness is raised throughout the country and that people are aware of places that they can call for emergency hotlines if they're in abusive situations, children who are neglected, which is the number one form of child abuse behind incest and sexual violence, rape, molestation. Barrow's also pleading to government to provide more funding to child protection organizations. Also joining the cause, music icon Sweet Emily. We cannot wait until, until children are destroyed, completely annihilated, before we try to do something. Both members of Parliament for Abaco offering condolences this morning to the family and of the woman and her four-year-old son who died in a tragic accident on Monday. The incident happening around 8 a.m. on Ernestine Highway in South Abaco. Central and South Abaco MP 
John Pinder cautioned motorists, particularly those who commute throughout the island daily, that it's better to arrive a few minutes late than to not arrive at all. And North Abaco MP Kirk Cornish agreed. Our greatest resource is our youth, and they are the future of this country. And it just puts out there the cautionary tale, and I'd like to express it, that sometimes a few minutes late is, is not as bad as somebody losing their life. And to just to take the time to slow down and be cautious on the roads, particularly in Abaco, where thousands of workers moving about in the day, in the morning time, in the afternoon, trying to sometimes cross stretches of 60 miles and get on ferries just to go to work to feed their families. Please be careful on the roads of Abaco. In the entire country, our roads are very long and they're very unforgiving. Most accidents in Abaco result in casualties. So please, it's best to arrive alive a little late than to not arrive at all. All right. Well, musical legend Sweet Emily says she should have never been nominated for an Ele Elevation Award. She's been nominated for the Female Artists of the Year. Also nominated in the same category are Wendy242, Nishi Ellis, Bodine Victoria, Patrice Morel, Ilsha, and Lady E. Emily says it's an insult. To me, that's like putting Ronnie Butler against a shine or somebody who's new in the business. I think it's, it was total disrespect. I feel as if certain persons already paid their dues in this country when it comes to Bahamian music. Um, that's like you trying to pin Ronnie Butler against a new artist who nobody really knows. So you, I, I feel like certain people who are iconic and certain people who are legendary shouldn't have to compete for an award, especially against young artists. It's not even fair to them. How could you pin artists who only got three songs against a sweet Emily who've recorded over 100 songs in my lifetime? She says for someone who has accomplished as much as she has, she should be given an award and not have to compete for it. I feel as if a person like me, just give me an award, give me an honor. If you want to give me, honor me, honor me. So we're going to give you this award for your contribution. You can't put me in a category with young artists. Some of these people, behemoths don't even know, don't even have any music. Just new to the business. I think it's a total slap on the face. Coming up in sports, we get an update from Puerto Rico on our men's national basketball team and several Bahamian players on the move in the minor leagues. Plus, nice weather conditions outside the R News studio on this Wednesday. Greg is back with your extended weather when R News continues. Stay with us. Introducing the Focal Smart Pass app that helps you to fuel up faster. Here's how it works. Download the app on the App Store or get it on Google Play and create your profile with payment details. Visit your nearest Shell station. Open the app, scan the pump's QR code, select your payment amount, and begin fueling. Say goodbye to cash and cards because the Focal Smart Pass offers secure and convenient payment options right at your fingertips. Download Focal Smart Pass now and fuel up faster today. decade ago, the Bahamas Striping Group of Companies was birthed out of a passion to change the way we travel. 
From only a $5,000 grant, the tenacity and work ethic has propelled BSGC to one of the leading road management companies in the Caribbean. We pride ourselves on going the extra mile where others won't through the use of our state-of-the-art equipment and our certified team. Although the success is commendable, the road has been long, yet the mission continues in striving to be a world-class organization ran by Bahamians for Bahamians. With the help of our experienced and hard-working team, we at the Bahamas Striping Group of Companies are committed to making a difference one road at a time. At Koshright, our members know that there's a lot to smile about. They know that membership has its privileges. Guaranteed low pricing on every item, every time you shop. Each membership comes with two cards. That's one for you and a free card for a member of your household. Gold card holders earn an annual 2% rebate up to $500. Koshright members get discounts at other participating businesses. So that's a lot to smile about. Whether it be clothing, appliances, home goods, or groceries, shop at Koshright, where membership truly has its privileges. Doctors Hospital's reimagined primary care. We've invested to improve our health system, ensuring that accessible, affordable, world-class clinical care is closer to you. Your relationship with a primary care provider shapes the foundation of your overall health. Our new, modern primary care facilities are where critical diagnosis and true personalized treatment begin. With locations across New Providence, Grand Bahama, and Exuma, we invite you to experience the Doctors Hospital difference. Book your next appointment at clinics.doctorshoss.com. This is our news. Welcome back. Professional Bahamian basketball player Kai Jones excited to be a part of Team Bahamas. The Hugh Campbell tournament continues in the capital and a number of Bahamian players on the move in minor league baseball. Here now with our sports presented by 10th year seniors is Ronaldo and John Mark. Ronaldo? Thanks, Italia, and welcome to our sports presented by 10th year seniors. I'm Ronaldo Dorset. John Mark is on assignment in Puerto Rico. Let's do show. The Bahamas continues its prep to face Puerto Rico in the latest window of FIBA Cup America qualifiers, and we get an update from John Mark on the ground in San Juan. Thanks, Ronaldo. I'm currently at the Roberto Clemente Coliseum with Team Bahamas and High Morales. They practiced last night, and right now, currently, are practicing to get ready for the Puerto Rican national team. John, I know everyone is eagerly anticipating the return of Kai Jones. Kai Jones, who most recently played for Team Bahamas in the 2023 World Cup qualifiers, knows that this is a big opportunity in his career. I'm blessed to be here, having the best time, man. It's been great. Man, it's a great opportunity. I can't wait to go out and play with the guys and get that chemistry going and win that game. So I'm excited to play. We all saw what Eric Gordon did for Team Bahamas in Argentina, and now the rest of the Gordon family has joined in to help the cause. One of the new faces Team Bahamas will see this window is Aaron Gordon will be a key piece for the Bahamas' success. It's an amazing experience uh, to be able to, you know, see that, see guys like DeAndre, see guys like Buddy, um, you know, accomplish something that, you know, from afar I've been looking at and, and seeing how much they've been helping to build the program as well as the guys I'm with now. So, um, you know, it's just, it's an amazing experience. I mean, talking to guys like Tum Tum and, and, and Kino and those guys, it's just been a great experience for them too, you know, just building the program. Be sure to stay tuned to our sports presented by 10th year seniors for the latest updates for the America qualifiers. Back to you, Ronaldo. We're down to our final eight teams at the Hugh Campbell Basketball Tournament. Wednesday's morning session began with St. George's Jaguars advancing by default over Blazer Elite, and the CR Walker Knights defeated Agape Christian 58 to 50. 
C.W. Saunders defeated Jordan Prince William 58-49 and the Anatol Rogers Timberwolves defeated Gateway Christian 51-40. Pool championships are underway right now with the Kendall Isaacs Gym with the final four set for Thursday morning followed by the championship game Thursday night. A pair of minor league veterans are on the move with new teams for the 2024 season. Outfielder Chavez Young signed a free agent deal with the Milwaukee Brewers who have optioned him to AAA Nashville Sound. Young originally signed with the Toronto Blue Jays in 2016 and was traded to the Pittsburgh Pirates in 2023. He has also played professionally in Puerto Rico and Australia. Lucius Fox signed a free agent deal with the Chicago White Sox and will be assigned to the AAA club Charlotte Knights. The 26-year-old Fox originally signed with the San Francisco Giants in 2015 and has since been traded to the Tampa Bay Rays and Kansas City Royals. In 2021, he signed a free agent deal with the Baltimore Orioles and most recently made his MLB debut with the Washington Nationals. That'll do it for our sports presented by 10th Year Seniors. For John Mark Nutt in San Juan, Puerto Rico, I'm Ronaldo Dorsett. Back to the studio. Still ahead on our news tonight, slightly cool but comfortable temperatures this evening. Greg is back with more weather details right after this quick break. Stay with us. Have you heard that sound? It's the sound of us. Since our origins, we burst music. Our sounds mixed together. So let us hear your sound too. Your sound of passion, of joy, of friendship. The sound of your style and the beat of your night. It's time to play together the sound of Guinness, the sounds of greatness. You've heard of electric cars. Now it's time you drive one. Easy Car Sales welcomes you to experience the power and prestige of the latest electric vehicles. Plug in at home for a 65% discount off your gas bill and never get stuck at the pump again. Build your dreams of a better future with a better car. The BYD EV. Visit easy242.com to book your free test drive today. Save your money while driving in style. Only at Easy Car Sales. Cancer Treatment Centers of America is now City of Hope, creating one of the leading cancer care and research networks from coast to coast, providing more of what you need. More locations means more care closer to home. More specialists means more expertise. More research means more breakthroughs. More advancements means more treatment options. And more options means more hope. Call now to get more of the care you need. My son, he's a go-getter. He's a fighter, and he's very strong. He's very resilient, and he never let any of his battles get him down. He's an A student. He was diagnosed when he was six weeks old. Everybody just huddles and go and support him. And that makes him feel much better and much happier. It's definitely a privilege to know Kyrie. Watching him grow up, he knows that I love him. Kyrie is the bomb.com. He's doing a great job, and to stay true to himself. Introducing the Focal Smart Pass app that helps you to fuel up faster. Here's how it works. Download the app on the App Store or get it on Google Play and create your profile with payment details. 
Visit your nearest Shell station. Open the app, scan the Pumps QR code, select your payment amount, and begin fueling. Say goodbye to cash and cards because the Focal SmartPass offers secure and convenient payment options right at your fingertips. Download Focal SmartPass now and fuel up faster today. decade ago, the Bahamas Striping Group of Companies was birthed out of a passion to change the way we travel. From only a $5,000 grant, the tenacity and work ethic has propelled BSGC to one of the leading road management companies in the Caribbean. We pride ourselves on going the extra mile where others won't, through the use of our state-of-the-art equipment and our certified team. Although the success is commendable, the road has been long, yet the mission continues in striving to be a world-class organization ran by Bahamians for Bahamians. With the help of our experienced and hard-working team, we at the Bahamas Striping Group of Companies are committed to making a difference one road at a time. At Koshrite, our members know that there's a lot to smile about. They know that membership has its privileges. Guaranteed low pricing on every item, every time you shop. Each membership comes with two cards. That's one for you and a free card for a member of your household. Gold card holders earn an annual 2% rebate up to $500. Koshrite members get discounts at other participating businesses. So that's a lot to smile about. Whether it be clothing, appliances, home goods, or groceries, shop at Koshrite, where membership truly has its privileges. Doctors Hospital is reimagined primary care. We have invested to improve our health system, ensuring that accessible, affordable, world-class clinical care is closer to you. Your relationship with a primary care provider shapes the foundation of your overall health. Our new, modern primary care facilities are where critical diagnosis and true personalized treatment begin. With locations across New Providence, Grand Bahama, and Exuma, we invite you to experience the doctor's hospital difference. Book your next appointment at clinics.doctorshoss.com. Welcome back to our news. Nice weather conditions in the capital, but we may see a shower or two before the end of the week. Greg is back with your extended weather in the Weather Center. Greg. Yeah, thanks, Italian. Welcome back, everybody, for our final check at weather. Beautiful conditions around the islands. High pressure at the surface is dominating, uh, keeping us a little bit on the dry side, but there's a low-pressure system to the northeast of us. That, that front boundary that affected us for the last couple of days is attached to. The front is across the Hispaniola area. That low still spinning to the northeast of us, bringing us some residual moisture across the area. We're seeing some patchy clouds and some isolated showers across our area. That low will continue to push out towards the east. High pressure will move in across our area. We expect the winds to start falling off by tomorrow night to Friday. But then in the meantime, that high will continue to keep us breezy and mostly dry. And then we expect another frontal boundary to get in here by Saturday time frame. Taking a look at our future forecast, moisture associated with that front is out there in the open Atlantic. As I mentioned, some residual moisture moving across the area. That will continue through Thursday, and then things quiet through on Friday as the high-pressure system builds across us. And here comes the front in the Gulf of Mexico. We expect that once again to get here by Saturday time frame. Beaching and boating forecasts. Boaters, we're asking you to use caution. Beach goes, you are to exercise caution out there as well as we have a high threat for some rift currents. Northwest and northerly winds at 15 to 20 knots. Those winds will be gusting higher at times, especially open in the open Atlantic where an advisory is posted. Seas four to six feet, but building up to nine feet in some northeasterly swells along Atlantic exposures. 
tide is presently high will be low at seven minutes past midnight. The next high tide will be at 6.30 in the morning. Here's a look now at your national forecast. In the extended forecast, beautiful conditions expected Thursday, Friday. We start to warm up by Friday. Temperatures getting into the upper 70s, near the 80-degree mark. Frontal boundary comes in on Saturday, and those temperatures take a dip once again for the early part of next week. We're looking at low to mid-70s with nighttime temperatures in the low to mid-60s. That's a look at our weather. Make it a great night, and stay safe, everybody. All right, thanks so much, Greg. Well, Jet and Luke Justin are co-founders of Cereal for All, a nonprofit organization that donates breakfast items to disadvantaged children and families across the United States. They recently took their efforts to Grand Bahama. Cereal for All has been in existence since 2016 and has provided over 3,000 bowls of cereal to those in need. The brothers also presented the Ministry for Grand Bahama with a check of $1,200 as a result of their partnership with Grand Bahama Native, Buddy healed. We feel extremely honored to be able to come here and be a small part of the amazing work you all do to strengthen your community. The mission of our nonprofit, Cereal for All, is to provide breakfast food to children and families struggling with food insecurity and to support food banks and organizations dedicated to the causes of fighting hunger and helping people live happy and fulfilling lives. The work of organizations like that is what inspired us to create Cereal for All when we were in third grade, and it still inspires us every day. And we think that CoLab is one of the most inspiring organizations we've ever teamed up with. Senior Project Manager in the Ministry for Grand Bahama, Shivanya McBride, thanked the organization for the donation. We are pleased to accept this donation, which will go towards meeting the needs of some of the most vulnerable in our community. At CoLab, our mantra is working to greater together. And in this vein, CoLab was mandated to identify the issues in our communities and partner with NGOs, other government agencies, corporate Grand Bahama, and other private entities in an effort to find viable and sustainable solutions to these issues. All right, great news coming out of Grand Bahama. And to see, see that story again, and for all of today's top stories, please visit ournews.bs. And remember, you can share your favorite stories right from the Our News Bahamas Facebook page. Well, with that, we thank you for joining us for our news tonight. On behalf of the entire team, I'm Natalia Hall. We'll see you tomorrow night. Have a great evening.